Hello, everybody. This is Craig. This is Nick's replacement. Again. Doug. Doug again. Nick's because not here. Nick's working on his house again. Yeah. So, we thought we'd get you an episode. We won't get one out next week. Nope. Doug's going to be gone all week. Most of the week. Most of the week. But we won't be able to pump nothing out. So... Nope. Hopefully this tied you over. Nick will probably be busy next week anyway. Too, oh, I'm sure. So. Yeah, I'd, I'd say he's probably probably gone for a little while. So. We have to go on a hiatus. Nah, we can keep pumping them out. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, today. What's happening? I don't know. Busy, busy, busy. Went to the beach this weekend. Nick went... We got yelled at by these, this drunk guy that thought we told him to get out of the pool, and we didn't. It was the guy. I don't know who it was. It wasn't us. And then another guy was like, that's not even who yelled at us. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he apologized forever. I was like, okay. <laughs> got it. Sorry. <laughs> you just spent five minutes cussing us out and screaming at us, wanting to fight. I guess he had to, I guess... Since he cussed at you for five minutes, he had to say he was sorry for five it, minutes. It was pretty much on par, yeah. It had to be equal. Yeah, it was pretty pretty equal. Uh, it was pretty ridiculous. Even though. it out. Um, apparently, you know, there's people out there that, that continue to age in years, but... Not in... Not mentally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's some people that reach, I guess maturity, not mentally, but they reach full maturity at like 16. Yeah. There's people like that. Mm-hmm. So, poor things. <laughs> it's embarrassing when you see grown people act like this. Yep, it is. 30-somethings. Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Well, what you got going on? Nothing much. Nothing much. Nothing much this week. Yet. Yet. We clean, will see. Clean, clean the car. Clean your car. Yep. <laughs> it's already, well, I don't know what day you'll be listening to this, but it's Tuesday after Labor Day. Yeah. It always feels interesting. It's like you're getting through the week really fast when there's a Monday off. Yep. Makes it go by a lot quicker. Makes it feel different. Yeah, it does. It gives a different feel. And it's heading toward fall, and I don't like fall. So it, the air feels different. It, it feels does. like fall. It really does feel it. You can tell the difference. Today, I felt it. It was still hot, though. Yeah, but you can feel the you feel the change. I do not like it, because fall leads to winter. I like the change. If it would stay fall, I would be fine until spring, but winter has to come. And Yeah, I saw you got your pumpkins out. Yeah. Pumpkins. I'm just kidding. There's a guy down the road, did he? Had a big pumpkin sitting outside. Ah, he's crazy. <laughs> Still technically summer for a couple more weeks. Yeah. And even though they say Labor Day is the end of summer, no, it is not it the end of summer. Is. It's the end of what people think of as summer, but not the actual end of summer. It's fall to me. Not until September twenty first or twenty second. Yeah, one of those. I can't keep it straight. I don't I really don't know try. if they end on the 21st or if they begin on the 21st. I do not know. Oh, I'd have to get a calendar, and there is no calendar in this room. So, <laughs> Well. People probably think we're idiots because we don't know. Uh, they probably have to look at the calendar, too. Maybe. That's true. Well, we Are have. Are you ready for the yeah, top ten? Let's do our top ten. They we said we were not going to have. That's all right. We won't. It's a pretty good top ten, but I think we'll, so. Okay. We did top ten trips. This is top ten places. Places, not trips necessarily, okay. but places, places you have been. Not cities, but places. Yeah, it can be a. It city. can be a city. It can be a store. It can be a community. It can be anything. I didn't think of it that way as a store or anything. Oh. I thought it well. I mean, I didn't put a store, but I put I th- towns and communities. But I put places. You'll see. Well, okay. You go first. Number ten. 
I, I could have done a completely different list if I thought of it that way. Yeah. Number 10 place is a place I talked about before, New Orleans. Nala. It's low on the list because everywhere else on this list is, is I like it, these places better than New Orleans. But it was a pretty nice place when we were there. I yeah. liked it. I like it. It's, it's just different. I can't figure out what there is to say about it. It's just a different place. Deep South. Yeah. I like the Deep South. Did you put on your list uh, that town in Mississippi? No. I thought about it. What's that place called? You didn't even remember the name. Okay. Um, it's St. Saint, Saint Louis something. Bay St. Louis. Bay St. Louis. That's it. That was like the coolest little place I'd ever been. It was pretty nice. It was really neat. Just sitting there on the Gulf randomly. It looks like Just it's out of a storybook. I happened to pass through there by accident. Yeah. There it was. Don't even look real. So, New Orleans. I like it. It's a pretty good place. Yeah. It was. I don't know how it is now. It was two years ago. Now it may suck. That's true. This is all from when we were there. Yes. <laughs> Number 10 for you is... Number 10 is Lake Norman. Yay. I've never been there. Um, we always, my parent, my family, we rented a lake house there a lot. We spent a lot of summers there. Um, and my parents had a lake house there this year. And I went for a few days. So, I like it. I like the town. Uh, How big of a town is it? Pretty big. I mean, I say it's pretty big. And in comparison, I'm trying to think what it's probably in between Hendersonville and Asheville for somebody that's okay. local. That makes sense. That's pretty much probably the best way to describe it. Do I need to pause? Yeah, pause it. Sorry. Okay. You're number nine. Go ahead. Number nine is a place, probably one of the two favorite places that I have been to on a cruise, as a cruise destination. Okay. Amber Cove, Dominican Republic. You liked it? Yes. It was really, really nice. Okay. I um, haven't been there, but... Okay, the beach, I will say the beach we went to, which was technically not Amber Cove. Amber Cove is just like where the ship docked and all that. The beach we went to was sketchy. <laughs> but it was like 45 minutes away, so I won't, that's not my favorite place. But Amber Cove, the actual port area, you know, the area around the port, you know, yeah. I don't know how far it technically is called Amber Cove. But it was like, apparently they recorded or filmed some of the Jurassic Park movies near there. Really? Because you can kind of look out through there and see the... I mean, it looks like something from the movie. I haven't seen the movies, but I've seen oh. trailers and stuff, so... That's pretty cool. I looked up a cruise yesterday, and it was... That was one of the ports. So. It is pretty nice. It's a nice port. Nice place. Very <laughs> beautiful. Mountains and ocean together. I've not seen that yet. It's very nice. None of the places I've been have had mountains. And yep. Ocean. When the ship docks, there's there's your ocean. Mountains back here, huh. back in the distance. Well, they're not really that far in the distance. I mean, they're there. It's, That's pretty cool. It's, it's nice. All right. Well, my number nine is a cruise port. Okay. It's Nassau. Nassau. Nassau Bahamas. Have you been there? One time. Do you not like it? Um. It. Kinda seemed a little sketchy to me. Really? I really liked it. Really liked it. It was more sketchy than some places. Not as sketchy <laughs> as the beach at Dominican Republic though, so <laughs> Yeah, I liked it. We uh I thought it was a pretty neat little town, so It is nice. I didn't see that much of it. Yeah. We I was by myself. Oh well. That's probably why it felt sketchy. It may not yeah. have actually been that sketchy. <laughs> I was just didn't want to get too far from the ship, so. I could have put Bermuda here, but I didn't. Why not? I don't know. I wanted to put two cruise ports, and I really like Nassau. Nassau and Bermuda are probably about even, actually. 
but I went with Nassau. Because I did an excursion in Nassau and I didn't in Bermuda. That helps, too. Mm, Yeah. I guess it does. All right, what you got for eight? Number eight, Washington, D.C. At the time that I was there. Well, say at the time. At the three times that I've been there. I've been there three times. Yeah. And it was nice all three of those times. Now, I probably wouldn't touch it right this minute with a 7,000-foot pole. Yeah. I just wouldn't get anywhere near it. No. Maybe in a year or two, it'll be all right to go back. Yeah. Maybe next year. Maybe. Depending on factors (laughs) that we will not get into. Because we do not discuss politics. <laughs> At the moment, though, I would stay away. But it was a nice place. It is nice. A lot of nice stuff to look at, as long as they leave it there. You're right. <laughs> um, interesting monuments, a lot of history. Good. Nice places, um, a lot of... Um, it's it's kind of a pain to get around, I guess, but yeah. if you don't drive. If you drive, it's not bad. In the city... Getting there sucks, but it's a, I like it. I like Washington. Well, good, good. I do too. I didn't put it on my list, mainly because I guess the connotation's going on right now. Yep. You go right now, you can't walk nowhere. No, so no, no. I didn't put it on there because of that. It's a good thing we went last year. Yep. Wouldn't have gone this year. No, 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 no. All right, my number eight is Myrtle Beach. Hmm, that's low for Myrtle Beach. It, it like. is, but, but it, there's a reason it's low. It has got significantly worse in the past 10 years. Oh, don't tell me that. I'm going there this week. Well, weekend. it has. And I mean, I, know I, I love the Myrtle Beach that I remember. It's gone. But it's not the same. That It's not the same. Nope, so that that's why true. it's failed. The, that's why it's at number eight. But I still like it a lot. I really do. I like North Myrtle better now. Um, used to, I didn't think I would, but I do. Cherry Grove area, where I was this weekend, I like it. So it's I've never been. Well, I have been there one time. I didn't stay there. Cherry Grove. Yep. Where that fish was caught. Yes, the Cherry Grove. What do we call it? Beast. Cherry Grove Beast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, you can go with your next one. What is number seven? seven. Not that far from here, Knoxville, Tennessee. Seven is Knoxville. Seven. Yes. Okay. It's a pretty nice city. Yeah. I like it a whole lot better than some cities that are closer to here. Yeah, oh, Knoxville's way better. Um, For sure. Much less, um, what shall we say? I can't say anything without getting in trouble. No, probably not. I just won't say that. It's just, just better than <laughs> better than a nearby city called Asheville. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And they've got they've got good stuff. I mean, they've got some good stuff there. Yeah. Cool. That's all, all right. I can say. That's all you got. Okay. I'll go with my number seven, and I put Dollywood. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Um. Uh, uh, we had season passes from as young as I can remember, and we went uh, forever. Um, so, Dollywood was a large part of my life, I guess. Uh, but it had to be, you know, honorable, honored with a spot on my list. I probably should have put Pigeon Forge on here. <sighs> put it. It's too late now because I can't honorable change anything from six to one. So, yeah. Pigeon Forge is number 11. Actually, we'll put it at 10 and knock New Orleans down a peg. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. What you got? Number six. Number six. Nobody in this listening to this podcast has ever heard of this place. Pine Log or Brass Town. It's technically Brass Town, North Carolina. Where the heck's that? On the Georgia line. Pretty close. And why is it on there? Because that is where my mama grew up and where she's from. And I went there like however many years in a row to her like homecoming at her church. Yeah. And it's it's way out in the boondocks kind of, but it's, it's a nice place. 
there's nothing there. Nothing so there. don't go there and expect to find like you know anything to do. It's just if you want to go th- drive through the country and look at stuff. Yeah. It's there. It is Pine Log. It's close to. Well, not that far from uh, Hiawassee, Georgia. Okay. And that area. Yeah, there's nothing down there. That's for no. sure. It's not that far from where they have the Georgia Mountain Fair and all that stuff. That's in Hiawassee, isn't it? Yeah, it's Hiawassee. You pass through there on the way to Pine Log. And who's from there? You're who? My dad's mom. Dad's mom. Okay. She lived right on the Georgia line almost. Very good, very good. All right, well, I will go my number six, and it's somewhere that you've mentioned already. Okay. New Orleans. Yay. You put I, it higher than I did. I did. I absolutely loved the town. Loved the city. Really did. Um, I think it's beautiful and happening all the time. You like Bourbon Street. Uh, I didn't like Bourbon Street that much. Where it smells like that's bourbon. That's, the, that's probably the worst street in the French Quarters. <laughs> yeah. Kind of funny. Everything else was pretty good. Everything else was fantastic. Except Bourbon Street. Well, there was there were some areas that we drove through that I would not go back to. Yeah, yeah. Okay, when I put New Orleans, I mean in like the you French mean quarters. the main area there, the tourist yeah, the, area. Yeah, that area. So, all right, you already talked about it enough. So, yeah, you take it away. Number five. Number five. Brooklyn, New York, not Manhattan, <laughs> not Queens, not the Bronx. Brooklyn. Why Brooklyn? Because that is where we've stayed on all the church trips we've been on. Right. Always in Brooklyn. And it's not as busy as Manhattan. It's yeah. not as crowded. It's not as cramped and whatever. It's more spread out, kind of, I guess you could say. Not as many people. Smaller. You're yeah. not surrounded by the huge skyscrapers in Brooklyn. It's mostly small places. I mean, a lot of people. A lot of buildings, a lot of stuff going on, but it's not the hustle and bustle of Manhattan. It's fairly nice. The neighborhoods that we've been to, Sunset Park and Park Slope. Yeah, it's not bad. Pretty nice places. I agree. They have have a nice feel. Brooklyn. All right, you done? Yes, I am done. (laughs) All right, my number five is another southern city. Okay. I put Savannah, Georgia, Tybee Island. Yeah. Um, I combined them because they're pretty close together. I have never you know, been like, there. Not far at all. So I put them both. I love the Savannah. It's, it's uh, you've not been, have you? Technically, to the town of Savannah, yes, but not really. <laughs> it's beautiful. Did a ghost tour there. Loved it. Tybee Island. Love it. Nice. That's nice, it. Nice. Never been there. Well, technically, I've been to Savannah, but not really. Because we stayed at a hotel in Savannah one night. Right, but you didn't go to Savannah. Yeah. It was it was in the postal code, Savannah. Right. Gotcha. Number four. You like this one. It is another cruise port, or it was a cruise port for me. Yeah. You did not go there on a cruise. You can guess where I'm about to say. Key West? Yes. Yep. Key West, Florida. Number four, huh? Nice place. Very, yeah. very nice. What'd you do there? I walked around a lot. I saw the southernmost point of the United States. Yeah. Got my picture took there. Yeah. Um... Looked at some of the shops, walked around some of the streets. It's pretty good. Did a bike tour. Oh, yeah. Went to a cemetery and to the lighthouse and to... Did a lot that day. Yeah. Almost killed myself on the bike tour because <laughs> I had not ridden a bike in forever. And, you know, the saying, if you, once you learn how to ride one, you'll never forget it. It's yeah. a lie. <laughs> you forgot? Just about, about, about fell off the bike and smashed into the pavement two or three times. <laughs> Didn't. Got close, though. That's funny. All right. My number four is a cruise port. Yeah. This is 
my favorite place I've been on a cruise. Mm-hmm. You know where it is? I would not know. You've been here. It is Cozumel. Yes, I was about to say that. I had to narrow uh, it down. On my first cruise, we went to Cozumel was one of the ports. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And then the cruise I went on with you, Cozumel, Cozumel was a port. And I loved it. So, number four. Cozumel, Mexico. Cozumel, Mexico. Okay, number three. Number three. Mine is Myrtle Beach. Number three, Myrtle Beach, Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach. Not North Myrtle Beach, but the main strip. wonder why it's not called North and South Myrtle Beach. Well. It's just not. It's just Myrtle and North. Because Surfside is basically South Myrtle. They should have called it South Myrtle then. Should have. But it's so Central Myrtle Beach then yeah. would be the area that I'm Myrtle Beach about. proper. The proper area <laughs> where all the good, well, used to be good stuff was. It's not so much there I anymore. Know. There's a few things left. But they got rid of the pavilion. They got rid of some of the other stuff. It's still nice, though. I like it. I like the beach mainly. That's the main attraction is the beach. Yeah. And I like the northern end of it. Like, not where the boardwalk and all that stuff is. The northern end of Central what do you like Beach. About it? It's kind of it's let it's farther away from the mess of the boardwalk and the area down there where there's shady people, <laughs> and it's actually probably more like North Myrtle Beach, I guess, when you get farther I'd, up to that I'd end. Because it it's I like the area like right up there where the hotels stop. I stay in the last hotel on the strip for miles. So it's nicer. A little quieter up there. Pause this. Oh, come on, pause. Number two. Number two. Are you done? Yes. All right. No, number three. I didn't do my Oh, no, yes, that's right. You're on number three. Number three for me is somewhere... I'm at a pickle. Why? I really like this place, but I got somewhere else in mind that I didn't put on here. You may just have to do an honorable mention. Yeah, I guess so. I'm going to go with this. I'll put number three, Disney World. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I really like Disney World a lot. <laughs> I like, uh, you know, all the parks. I don't like Animal Kingdom that much, but the other three parks I like a lot. And I would not know what those parks are, so tell me. Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Disney Studios, which was MGM the first time I went, and Mm -hmm. I still call it MGM, even though it's not, and Animal Kingdom. Okay. Interesting. I have been been one time when I was three. You don't remember it? So do I remember it? No. Why not? Because I was three. You can remember stuff at three. I don't remember enough of it to... To know anything about it. No. All right. What you got for number two? Number two. I figured if I'm going to do places, if this place was not on this list, then it wouldn't make much sense for it not to be on the list. Okay. This would be, without getting too specific, where I am right now. <laughs> Not your, necessarily your home. home, home, but the home area, your community, the community that okay. I'm not going to say. In case we have any stalkers that want to come stalk the podcast, stalk we don't, we don't want that. No stalkers. <laughs> good answer, good answer. And it's number two. You notice number two it means there's something better. All right, I'll go. This guy's calling me now. I don't want to take it. I'm not going to take it. I've tried to get a hold of them all day. I text them this morning at like 9 a.m. And then here back till 5. Nope, they can wait. Wait until they got off work, I guess. No, they're in Arizona. Oh, is it that guy? So it's like 3 o'clock there. He's retired, isn't yeah. he? I don't know what he is. All right. Number two. 
Okay, so number two for me is New York, New York. The whole place. I just can every bit of it. All of it. Manhattan. I've not been to Queens or the Bronx. Oh, I don't think you want to go to the Bronx. So I just, you know, Brooklyn, Manhattan is what I'm talking about here. Okay. Basically. Yes. But yeah, it's uh, not now, obviously. Not right this minute. I absolutely loved it. Maybe maybe next year be all right. Um, The city is magic. So. Sometimes, sometimes Sometimes. it's not magic, but most of the time it is. Okay. (laughs) All right, you go with your number one. Number one is another community nearby here. Um, I will just say what this one is because I don't live there. It's the Crabtree community. That's your number one favorite place? number one. It might as well be. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if it's not, I need to move somewhere, I guess. What about it? Um, it's nicer than here, I think. You think so? Yep. See, when I did mine, I didn't, I didn't put anything personal like that. Ah, uh, well. so that's where yours is different than mine. I didn't do anything like that. You but did it's personal. Fine. Where? I mean, you did places that but, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I use more destinations. I, I was guess. thinking place. I didn't think of it that way. I just thought so. of places. It's for interpretation, I guess. Yes, yes, yes. So. But that would be that would be the place. That would be is if we're not considering destination places. Gotcha. That would be one of them. Okay. All right. Well, my number one. Do you have any idea what it is? Key West. Yep. My hmm. absolute favorite place I've ever been is Key West, Florida. Key West. Bar none. Honest to goodness, it's the best place I think I've ever been. I absolutely loved every bit of it. You were there longer than a day, too, yeah. so yeah, you I saw more. a few days. I love driving from Miami down down the Keys. I loved that. Loved going over the Seven Mile Bridge. I loved everything in Key West. I loved the roads. I loved. The, I mean, I drove every. I was over every bit of it constantly. It's not a very big place. No, it's so tiny. you could drive over all of it pretty. Uh, yeah, doesn't take long. No, not long at all. But I absolutely love it. You can just about walk over it. You could, yeah, you could for sure. I mean, I walked from one side to the other, literally. Yeah, it's uh, not far. It, the Hemingway House. Oh yeah, saw that. I didn't go in it, but I saw yeah, it. It was cool. The original Margaritaville. Did I see that? Yes, I did. I saw that. Did a ghost tour. That was awesome. That would be interesting. Walked the streets 150 times. Yeah, I need to go back. Went on a a, uh, glass bottom boat tour. I I just loved it. So very nice. Yeah, Key West. All right, pause again. All right, so. Last week, we teased the Allagash abductions, right? Yes. Yes, yes. So, Nick's not here, but we're going to discuss it. We're going to yeah. go into it pretty good. Um, you got anything to say about it before we begin? It's just kind of, it's pretty freaky. It's pretty you freaky. will find out how freaky it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I said this before, but it was an Unsolved Mysteries episode, and that's where I learned about it. Um, and it always like, you know, I've watched so many episodes of that, and there's so many that I don't remember, but this one always stuck out as one. So, let's talk about it. Uh, it took place Allagash, Maine, August twentieth, nineteen seventy six. Four men. I think Nick already told all this. Yeah, right? a little bit. But go over it. Probably need to go over. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Four men, brothers Jack and Jim Weiner. <laughs> And friends, Chuck Rack and Charlie Foltz. All four were art students in their 20s. They had took camping trip for two weeks in the Allagash Wilderness. Night two of the trip, night two of the week, two-week trip, this, you had to cut this out. That's rough. Uh, on night two of the trip, Jim sees a strange object in the sky. He says that it appears for 30 seconds and then it vanishes. 
August 20th, the men built a large bonfire at their campsite so they could see their see how to get back um, because they went out fishing on the lake, Eagle Lake. Chuck had a feeling that someone was staring at him from behind. He turns around and he sees a globe of light. All right. And I remember in the Unsolved Mysteries episode, it, it you know, it has reenactments. And it shows him turn around, and he's like, oh, it's light. What does the globe of light look like in the reenactment? Just the globe. It's just, you know, 1980s, 1990s technology globe uh-huh. light. So um, he said it looked like there was a movement within the light, like an energy flowing. The object didn't look solid, and it had fuzzy edges. Hmm. Kind of like a star. Yeah. Or the sun. Yep. I guess. Um they described the light. Oh, well, actually, they described it as a miniature sun. Uh, so it must have been pretty bright. Yeah, pretty bright. And they said that it was made no sound, totally silent. It hovered through the trees. Said it was as big as a two-story house at times. Pretty darn big. That's a pretty big of a ball of light. Maybe I'm not thinking of the same Unsolved Mysteries episode. No, it wasn't that big. Yeah, maybe they just didn't have it that maybe big on the big. show. So Charlie uses his flashlight to signal SOS to the light. And it starts coming towards them. That was That's not a good idea, that. Charlie. It's kind of stupid, Charlie. Yeah. Um, they start paddling back towards the shore, and a beam of light extends from the object and hits the water. It moved across the water and surrounded the men. Next thing you know, they're all on the shore. All right. Jim remembers thinking that he could throw a rock at the object and hit it. It was only 30 or 40 yards away. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, the light streaked away. Disappearing completely. And it's gone. They had been on the lake for 15 to 20 minutes, but the bonfire was now totally burned out. All right, it's gone. It was made from large logs that should have burned for two to three hours. Hmm. But 15 to 20 minutes. They never saw the light again the rest of the trip. They told their family and friends about the abduction, but no one believed them. So, what do you think? At this point, they they see a light, and the light throws them onto shore. At yeah. least that's what it felt like. It felt like. They're on the lake. Boom. On the shore. Yeah. Fire's gone out. Right. Yeah. The two to three hour long bonfire has gone out in 20 minutes. That would be suspicious to me. Yep. Probably would be a little bit. Just a touch. Yep. So, um, like we said, that was in 1976. 1976. Well, 12 years later, 1988, Jim and Jack both began having disturbing nightmares. These are the brothers. Yeah, brother, The wieners. <laughs> so, Jack, Jack dreams that he's in a big, bright room with the other three men. All of them are naked, sitting on a bench. Says that he felt helpless in the dream. He sees a dark figure with a long neck and a large head emerge from the light in front of him, and he wakes up in shock. His brother Jim had the exact same nightmares, Mm -hmm. always involving the creature of some kind, and he woke up feeling violated. Hmm. (laughs) I mean... Twelve years later. Twelve years later, they both had the same nightmares at the same time. Okay. Uh The beings also in the dream had large metallic glowing eyes, no lids, and insect-like hands with four fingers. Hmm. A UFO researcher named Ray Fowler suggested that the men should go under hypnosis. They should be hypnotized. They should be hypnotized. Let's see what's going on. Would you do that? Would you be hypnotized? I don't know if I would or not. Maybe if I was having nightmares like that, probably. <coughs> See what you figure Maybe out. if it would stop the nightmares. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know if I even think that hypnosis works or not, so... Oh, it works. Have you been hypnotized? No, but I think it works. Have you seen people hypnotized? Uh, yeah, I mean, on TV. You um, know, balk like a dog. I would have to see it in person. My uncle got hypnotized at one of those shows. He said mm-hmm. he, and they said it, he did exactly what they said, and he said he didn't know he was doing it. Interesting. So, <clears throat> all four men agreed to 
go under hypnosis separately. They all had repressed memories of being abducted that came out during hypnosis. So while they were hypnotized, Chuck described watching what the aliens were doing to his buddy, Charlie. This is a quote. I see some sort of device on him. They've got a... This looks like a silvery... It looks like the... Like it's got curves on it. It's almost like... Like it sucks something. Hmm. He's got his head tipped way back. It's almost like he's in pain. We're... We can't help him. All we can do is watch him. That's... Not the least bit disturbing at all. Just a touch, right? So the aliens supposedly made the men take off their clothes and sit on the bench. They examined the men's eyes and mouths with a small thin rod or wand that had a bulb on the end of it. Hmm. And then bent their arms and legs in different ways. Jim remembers thinking that the aliens would hurt them if they kept doing this. I would. Say if they keep bending your arms and legs in odd positions. Um, if there's um there's only a couple ways that these things will bend. So <laughs> maybe they didn't try to bend their legs their knees backwards. Yeah. That would be a little painful. Slightly. Yeah. So one at a time they were examined on the table by machines and samples of skin and bodily fluids were taken. Mm. In another room the men were dressed. Then they lined up and sent through a round portal in the wall where they floated in a beam of light back down to their canoe. Which sounds a lot like the beam of light which came out of the glowing ball ball. and hit the water and then surrounded them. Right. So Jack recalls the aliens telling him not to be afraid and to do what they say. That's easy to, you know... Mm. These aliens sucked you up into their spacecraft, and now they're saying, oh, Just do what scared. we say, Just and you'll it. be fine. Just bend your elbow the wrong direction for us, and... We're from the government. Here, here let's take help. some blood. Let's take some other stuff. <laughs> Scrape yeah. some skin off. No problem, man. So, after, after the hypnosis, they all learned that they recalled the same event. They took polygraph test, and they all passed. All four, men's, all four men's descriptions of the aliens were consistent. Chuck said that he had difficulty focusing on the aliens. He compared it to tuning a fuzzy radio station. Hmm. The men, like we said before, were all art students, so they could make drawings of the aliens and events. The twins, Jim and Jack, mm-hmm. also remembered being visited by creatures in their early childhood as well as multiple other abductions during their adult life. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. Not the first time. Yeah. So were all of them abducted earlier? Right. Are they know. all test subjects? Jim and Jack. Hmm, maybe it was just Jim and Jack. I think they this got is... got the other two because they you just happened go to ahead, be there. Let me go ahead and... Yeah, this go is ahead. my hypothesis. I'm not even, not even done yet, but I'm going to say... Jim and Jack might have been studied all throughout their life, and this just might have been time for a checkup, and their buddies just happened to be there. Wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. If this is real. Yes. What it sounds like. All right, so physical evidence. Jack had burns on the bottom of his feet. He, on, uh, bottom of his feet. His feet. Not his feet. Sorry. <laughs> also, he had a biopsy-looking scoop mark above his ankle. A lump appeared on his leg, and nobody knew what it was. The removed object had been sent to a military pathologist in Washington, D.C. Huh. So, you don't normally send things that get removed from a lump in your leg to Washington, D.C. Nah. That's a little unusual. Just a tiny bit. Yeah, it's really strange, actually. <laughs> Think about just, it. Just a little, little strange. And I suppose I, I, there is a theory as to what that object was. Well, let's finish going through this. Or do you want to tell me now? Nah, go ahead. Go right. ahead. So, is it real or not? Doctor, Dr. William Cole thinks the four men could have had such similar recollections because they watched the same movie or TV show growing up. So they all formed similar memories of what an alien abduction would be like. 
Now, see, that's a good point. I have a problem with that theory. Why? Even if four people watched all the same movies and all the same TV shows about aliens and whatever, are they going to have four completely consistent memories of that situation? Well, if I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about what it would be like to be abducted by aliens, what they said in here is what I would say. Even without hearing this story. That would be what I said would happen. But they had a lot of details in there, too. They did. That would not be consistent, I don't think, if you just formed it from a movie or something. Okay, good point. Like the shapes of the instruments and things. and Yeah. It just doesn't seem... It seems like it would be more generic. Well, that's maybe true. Um, it also doesn't explain the light on the lake. Nope. Um, unless they all four had hallucinated or made it up all together. Uh, yeah. If they which, were. which, if it's, it's like, you know, they all imagine the same thing. So they all hallucinated together. Like, that's weird, too, if that's what happened. It is the same, kind of the same thing as all having the same exact memory of what yeah. happened. Yeah. So Charlie Foltz, which is one of the men, Believes that the men were subject of a tagging expedition. The aliens tagged them, as we do animals in the wild, and had been keeping track of them over their years via the tag. And that would make sense. Yeah, in a, in a sense, yes, it makes sense. Uh, that could explain the object removed from Jack. It was a tag, a part of the tag, and the body had a reaction to it. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Reacted, and now his tag is gone. It's gone. So they can't it? track him anymore. No. <laughs> in a 2016 interview by the St. John Valley Times, Charles changed his story. Mm-hmm. He now says that the abduction didn't happen, that part of the story was fabricated, and he went along for financial gain. However, he says that they did really see a strange light, which he calls the craft. So if it was a craft, as in a spacecraft, I guess it could be an aircraft. Yeah. Says they saw something. But he definitely thinks it was something. Yeah. Not just a lot. Right. He claims that a ranger in the area told them the light came from the grand opening of a hardware store in town. Um, it was a searchlight in the back of a pickup truck. That makes no sense whatsoever. No, and he didn't think it did either. No. So Rack does not believe that. He says there's no way it could have been that. Um, from a hardware store, the grand opening that, at 9 o'clock at night coming from 75 miles away. Yeah, I'd like to see a light travel that far and pr- and look like it was two it's two, to- it's two stories high. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. floating on the middle of the lake. It's a pretty darn good light. He says the UFO story came about after Jim Weiner had a traumatic fall and experienced... Seizures. Hmm. Rack says he never had any recall of the events the other men described, even though he claimed previously that he did. Rack calls the brilliant calls it brilliant storytelling, and says that the idea that the fire would have not would have not burned down is complete manure. <laughs> that was <laughs> not the word he actually used. <laughs> He says that the logs were no more than three inches wide and would have burned off quickly. That makes no sense either, though. If that if they were starting a fire to go out here fishing and they started just a tiny fire, yeah. what's the point? If it's gone, bef- if the whole point is to see the fire and to get back to your campsite in the dark, yeah, and it's gone in fifteen minutes, yeah, you want a good fire. You're going to get lost. Yeah. He also claims that the men used some recreational drugs that night and were stoned when they went out onto the lake. Mm, so stoned hallucination. <laughs> the other three men sticks by the story, and they still accept the results of the hypnosis. Charlie Folt says that the logs on the bonfire were 10 inches wide and says there was no drug use and very little alcohol. They each had one beer the first night of the trip and one beer the last night. Hmm. Foltz describes Rack as a man with a violent temper. He has been banned from some UFO conventions. Hmm. Foltz calls him a loose cannon. Interesting. Jim Weiner says that Rack tried to convince the others of a plan to make millions of dollars off of the Allagash case. 
He wanted to refute the professional handling of the case and create controversy. The other said they would no longer have any interaction with him regarding the Allagash incident. So, that's... Mm, a lot of info. What yeah. do you think? Uh, he throws some interesting things out there. But the other three are sticking to their story. Yep. So he could just be pissed about something that caused him to... Pissed that they didn't... They didn't include him or something. I don't, you know, he wanted to create havoc, it sounds like, with it. He wanted to try to... Monetize it all. Get some money somehow. And, and if, that, if that's true, if that's really what his goal was, then I can see why he'd say, no, I want none of it true. Um, like, I get that. I don't know, though. Do you think they were abducted? Well, to say that I believe they were abducted says that I believe that there's aliens for mm-hmm. sure. So, it's a leap for me to go from there's very possible that there's aliens to saying that they're out there here abducted. There definitely are aliens. Huh? To say that there definitely are yeah. aliens. To say there definitely is, then to jump to the leap that they are abducting people. So, I don't know. That's a good answer. I don't know. Honestly, don't know. If I had to guess, I'd say no. So I would put. I would say probably not. I think that was the light on the lake real. I think they might have just concocted this story, or they were all stoned out of their mind. Yeah, either one is possible. Either one. And they sat around and said, "Dude, this is what happened." And so they convinced their. They might believe it happened. Yeah, it's, yeah. They would well. They would probably have to. Yeah, I mean, I think it's possible that they believe it happened. I mean, if it comes up under hypnosis like that, and they all have agreeing stories. Yeah. And and the polygraph, of course, polygraph can be wrong. Oh yeah. But uh, the hypnosis, I think, would they would have to convince themselves. I think. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think some uh, Mr. Rack's story is probably closer to the truth. It could very well. What do you think? I do not know. But it's pretty darn freaky to think that they could have been abducted. It's, you know, one thing that that kind of, that you said that they started having the dreams. Right. After one of them had fallen or had a, what was it, a traumatic fall. Yeah. I don't know what that fall involved. No. But. They went 12 years without having any memories or dreams or anything of this. And then all of a sudden... Yeah, and that's a big There's thing. a fall. That's a big thing. And he starts having dreams. Yeah. Now, I don't know why the other brother started having dreams. I mean, if he did. Maybe because he told him. Yeah, that's possible. This is what's happening to me. And he was like, really? You think that happened to us when we were out there? Yeah. You remember that lot? Maybe they did see a lot. Maybe they did. Maybe it's like the brown mountain lights. Yeah. Now, this is a lot bigger than the brown mountain lights. If it's as big as they say it was. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think I I don't think they were abducted by aliens. I I don't know. I do not know. Their story, is their story the original abduction story? Probably not. Is there another story that has come before this? We should look into this. If there's more abduction stories, I'm like, sure. is there another story similar to this one before before this one? Probably that yeah. they could have picked up Took on, on the story from whenever. Yeah, because a lot of these stories sound the same. Like you said, they're all similar. Yeah, they go on a ship, they get poked and prodded, <laughs> they get examined, and then they get sent back out. I mean, and why do they get it. sent back? Like. Unless it is, like they said, a tagging. It's tagging. I guess it would have to be if that's what's going on. You know, like putting a little chip in a, in a deer or something and yeah. keeping track of it for studying. how long. Studying. You know, years of studying their migration patterns or whatever. But maybe, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting, for sure. They were how old when this happened? 20-something? Yeah, 20 20, let me look. 20. In their 20s. Yeah. In their 20s. So. I mean, they were art students, so, you know, 20 to 22 probably. And that's another thing. They were art students, which means they had good imaginations probably. Very good imaginations. And could 
come up with the look of these aliens in their head. Yeah. And, and disc- good descriptions of the ships and the rooms and yeah. the light. and So they got some things that go against them on their story. They yeah. might say this is not, not true. Gut tells me it, it, it didn't happen. Probably not. That's what I'll go with. But it's possible. You know, maybe. I, I don't know if it's possible. I don't know. Yeah, I say it's possible. This is probably less likely than a lot of things we've talked about. Yep. To me. Less likely kinda, than... I don't know. Now, we'll say... We're going to talk about another alien abduction next time. Okay. Which is? Fire in the sky okay. guy. That one to me is more convincing hmm. than this one. We will have to hear why. But we'll hear it. Yes. It's got some weird stuff. And some stuff that's proven that's for sure happened. That's weird. Like, for example, is, he was gone for two weeks. Okay. So it's not just, not like this where it's, oh, yeah. we were gone for 15 minutes, yeah. but he was gone. Two hours. And there was people with him when he went missing. Hmm. Yeah, these guys have no witnesses. So, you know, and then he shows up two weeks later. It's it's just, it's different, a little different. So These guys have no but witnesses. But there's a lot of holes in his story, too. They so have no evidence. Yeah. No actual, no evidence that can be proven to be Nothing. what they say it was. No one was there besides them to witness the lot. It was just their word. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was the hardware store. No, I don't. Opening, I don't but, think that. For dang sure. Uh, you know what, though? I, well, it's, I don't know. Lot does weird things. 75 miles away? Probably not 75 miles away. <laughs> unless it travels up, bounces off a cloud and... Yeah. It'd have to be a really right. strong, bright, 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 bright light to do I, that. I don't think that was it. <laughs> all right. Okay. Guess that's all, folks. Next time will be whenever next time is. Yeah, it might be a little while. Maybe a couple weeks. Probably so. All right. You got any closing thoughts? Ah, uh, closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. I did have a closing thought, but I'm probably not going to say that. Say it. What? I better not make somebody mad. Make them mad. What is it? Nah, I'm not going to say it. Okay, then. I have no closing thoughts. So, I guess that'll be it. That is it for Messer Brothers Presents, and I'm Doug, not the Messer Brother. I'm Craig. This is, he is one of the Messer Brothers. <laughs> We will see you later. Adios.